Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from the Solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Our reading from the book of Revelation. God's temple in heaven was opened, and the Ark of his Covenant could be seen in the temple. A great sign appeared in the sky, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child and wailed aloud in pain as she labored to give birth. Then another sign appeared in the sky. It was a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven diadems. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in the sky and hurled them down to the earth. Then the dragon stood before the woman about to give birth to devour her child when she gave birth. She gave birth to a son, a male child, destined to rule all the nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God and his throne. The woman herself fled into the desert where she had a place prepared by God. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have salvation and power come, and the kingdom of our God, and the authority of his anointed one. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. The queen takes her place at your right hand in gold of Ophir. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. Hear, O daughter, and see, turn your ear, forget your people in your father's house. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. So shall the king desire your beauty, for he is your lord. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. They are born in with gladness and joy. They enter the palace of the king. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through man, the resurrection of the dead came also through man. For just as in Adam all die, so too in Christ shall all be brought to life, but each one in proper order. Christ the first fruits, then it is coming those who belong to Christ, then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to his God and Father, when he has destroyed every sovereignty and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death, for he subjected everything under his feet. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of the servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. 
If you were asked to quickly name something for which Catholics are often criticized, our veneration of Mary, the mother of God, would be on the short list. Many think that our belief in Mary's perpetual virginity is suspect, and that we seem to worship and pray to Mary as another god. There are literally countless Marian feast days that can be celebrated. In fact, there is an entirely separate missal and lectionary that that consists entirely of possible Marian celebrations. Mary is venerated under numerous titles that vary by country and culture. She has been titled by the Church as Co-Redemptrix, Queen of Heaven, and the First Disciple and the Perfect Disciple. We teach that she is the only human person entirely free from sin, and today we contemplate that being sinless, her body was not subject to decay, so that until the end of time, her son's glorified body and her incorrupt body were the only corporeal beings in heaven. We Catholics are obviously quite serious about this woman. It's kind of ironic, then, that we can't seem to wrap our minds about what role women in general should play in church leadership. To debate the ordination of women is beyond my pay grade. In fact, since the Second Vatican Council, every Holy Father from Pope Paul VI to Pope Francis has stated definitively that the Church has no power to ordain women. However, there is no such theological barrier to the participation of women in roles of substantial decision-making power. The ongoing Synod on Synodality, or more properly titled the Synod on Communion, Participation, and Mission, continues to provoke unrealistic expectations across the theological spectrum. No synod, this one or any other, is convened to make changes to church doctrine. So fears or hopes that the synod is going to affect some cataclysmic revolutionary change in the nature of the church are misguided. What the synod should do, however, is help the church to focus on key questions and issues in the advancement of communion, participation, and mission in the church. The goal is for the church to be more effective in preaching the gospel. Undoubtedly, one of the key issues to be addressed is how the gifts of women can be better employed to those ends. In a world where women are effective leaders in government, business, education, and family life, some in the church fear giving authority to women in any capacity. All this as we honor Mary, a woman, as our queen, and as the model of discipleship. May she who has crushed the head of the serpent also crush any irrational fears about celebrating, honoring, and cherishing the precious femininity of the church so that we, the body of Christ, breathe with both lungs. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Happy Feast Day, and say a prayer for me. Mm-hmm.